All right, chapter eight, and it's in Tessa's point of view. Things are getting spicy. Things are getting good. (laughs) Something's about to go down, man. Here we go. I can't believe you're staying in a motel. He runs his hands over his hair. Yeah, neither can I. You can stay at the apartment. I'll stay back at the frat house or something. No, not happening. Please don't be difficult. He runs his hand across his forehead. Difficult? You aren't serious. I shouldn't even be talking to you right now. Would you just calm down? None. What? Okay. Would you just calm down? Now, what's wrong with your car? And why was that guy staying at the motel? I don't know what's wrong with my car. I groan. I'm not answering him about Trevor. It's none of his business. I'll take a look at it. No, I'll call someone. Just go. I'll follow you to the motel, he nods and toward, nods towards the road. Would you just stop? I growl, and Hardin rolls his eyes. Is this so, some sort of game to you? To see how, just how far you can push me? He takes a step back as if I pushed him. Trevor's car is still here, waiting for me. No, that's not what I'm doing. How could you even think that after everything I've done? (laughs) Okay. Exactly. I do think that because of everything you've done, I say, almost laughing at his choice of words. I just want you to talk to me. I know we can work this out, he tells me. He's played so many games with me since the beginning that I can't tell what's real. I know you miss me too, Hardin says, leaning against his car. His words stop me in my tracks. So arrogant. Is that what you want to hear? That I miss you? Of course I miss you. But you know what? It's not actually you that I miss. It's who I thought you were. And now that I know who you really are, I want nothing to do with you, I yell. You've always known who I really am. I've been me all along, you know that, he shouts back. Why can't we ever just talk without yelling at each other? He makes me so crazy, that's why. No, I don't know that. If I knew that, I... I stop myself before I admit that I want to forgive him. But I want to do what I know I should do... What? I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. I stop myself before I admit that I want to forgive him. What I want to do and what I know I should do are two totally different things. You what? He asks. Of course he would try to coerce me. Coerce me. Yeah, that's that word. Coerce me. To continue. Nothing. You need to go. Tess, you don't know what it's been like the past few days for me. I can't sleep. I can't even function without you. I need to know there's a chance we could... I interrupt him before he can finish. What it's been like for you? He can't be so selfish. What do you think it's been like for me, Hardin? Imagine how it feels to have your life completely ripped apart within hours. Imagine how it feels to be so in love with someone that you give them everything, only to find out it was all a game, a bet. How do you think that feels? I take a step toward him, my hands moving frantically between us. 
How do you think it feels to lose my relationship with my mother over someone who could give less of a shit about me? How do you think it feels to be staying in a goddamn motel room? How do you think it feels to try to move on from this when you keep showing up everywhere? You just don't know when to stop. He doesn't say anything, so I continue my rant. Part of me feels like I'm being too harsh on him, but he betrayed me in the worst way, and he deserves it. So don't you sit here and tell me that it's been hard for you, because you did this. You fucking ruined everything, just like you always do. So you know what? I don't feel sorry for you. Actually, I do. I feel sorry for you, because you will never be happy. You will be alone for the rest of your life, and for that, I feel sorry for you. I'll move on, find a nice man who will treat me the way you should have, and we'll get married and have children, and I will be happy. You know what? Like, good for Tessa, though. Like, even though, like, I am not as strong. Like, I would not be as strong as her. Like, I would not. Like, good for her, though. Like, that whole rant was nice. Like, good on you, Tessa. Like, yes. Okay. I'm out of breath after my long speech, and Hardin is looking at me with red eyes and an open mouth. You know the worst part of all this? It's that you warned me. You said you would ruin me, and I didn't listen. I try desperately to stop my tears, but I can't. They fall mercilessly down my face, and my mascara turns, runs, not turns, sorry, um, and my mascara runs, burning my eyes. I'm... I'm sorry. I'll go, he says in a lower voice. He looks completely and utterly defeated, the way I wanted him to look, but it doesn't give me the satisfaction that I thought it would. I maybe could have forgiven him in the beginning if he'd had told me the truth, even after we slept together, but instead he hid it from me, offered people money for their silence, and tried to trap me by making me sign the lease with him. My first time being intimate with someone is something I will never forget, and he's ruined that. I rush over to Trevor's car and jump inside. The heat is on, blasting at my face, mixing with my hot tears. Trevor stays quiet, and I'm thankful yet again for his silence as he drives me to the, mot- to the motel. By the time the sun goes down, I force myself to take a hot shower. Too hot. The look on Hardin's face as he backed away from me and got into his car is etched in the back of my mind. I see his face every time I close my eyes. My phone hasn't rung once since he left. I had the silly, naive idea that we could work, that despite our differences and his temper, well, both of our tempers, we could make it work somehow. But I'm not sure how I managed to fall asleep. Oh, wait. Sorry, I'm not sure how I managed to fall asleep, but I do. The next morning, I'm a little anxious about going to my first business trip and begin to panic. Plus, I forgot to get someone to fix my car. I look up the nearest mechanic and call them. I'll probably have to pay them extra to keep my car for the weekend, but that's the least of my worries right now. I don't mention it. To the friendly man who answers in hopes they just won't bother charging me for it. 
I get myself ready, curling my hair and putting on some more makeup than usual. I choose a navy blue dress that I haven't worn yet, something I bought because I knew Hardin would love the way the thin material hung on my curves. The dress itself isn't revealing at all. The hem reaches below my knees and the sleeves go halfway down my arm, but the way it fits makes it really good on makes it look really good on me. I hate that everything makes me think of him. As I stand in front of the mirror, I imagine he would be looking at me what I imagine how he would be looking at me in this dress, the way his pupils would dilate. Okay, how would she know his pupils dilated? Like, would she really be paying attention to if his pupils dilated? Like, come on, Tessa. Like, come on. Okay, sorry, I'm sitting up. I was laying down and now it's hurting me, so. Okay. Uh, The way his pupils would dilate and he'd lick his lips before pulling his lip ring between his teeth while he watched me adjust my hair one last time. A knock on the door brings me back to reality. Miss Young, a man in a blue mechanics uniform, asks when I open the door. That's me, I say, and pull open my purse to grab the keys. Here, oh, okay, here, it's the white Corolla, I say, and hand them to him. He looks behind him. White Corolla? He asks, confused. I step outside. My car is gone. What the... Okay, let me call the front desk and see if they have, if they had my car towed for leaving it here yesterday. What a great way to start my day. Hello, this is Tessa Young, room 36, I say, when the front desk guy answers. I think you had my tar, my, <laughs> I think you had my tar towed. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I think you had my car towed. I'm trying to be nice, but this is really frustrating. No, I didn't, he replies. My head is spinning. Okay, well then, my car must have been stolen or something. If someone took my car, I am beyond screwed. It's almost time for me to leave. No, your friend came and got it this morning. My friend? Yeah, the one with all the tattoos and stuff, he says quietly, as if Hardin can actually hear him. What? I know what he said but that's all that I can think of to say. Yeah, he came with a tow truck this morning, about two hours ago, he says. Sorry, I thought you would have knew. Thanks, I groan and hang up. Turning to the man before me, I say, I'm so sorry, apparently someone has already had my card taken to another mechanic. I don't know, I'm sorry for wasting your time. He smiles and assures me that it's okay. After my fight with Hardin yesterday, it slipped my mind that I needed a ride to work today. I call Trevor to let him know, and he tells me that he already asked Mr. Vance and Kimberly to swing by and pick me up on their way. After thanking him, I hang up and pull back the curtain in the window. A black car pulls into the lot and stops in front of my room. The window rolls down and I see Kimberly's blonde hair. Good morning. We're here to save you, she announces with a laugh, and I open the door. Smart and kind, Trevor always thinking ahead. The driver gets out and with a tip of his hat, grabs my bag and stashes it in the trunk for me. When he opens the back door, I see two seats, 
that face each other. On one, Kimberly pats the leather, inviting me to sit next to her. On the other, Mr. Vance and Trevor looking at me with amused expressions. Ready for your weekend getaway? Trevor asks with a wide smile. More than you can imagine, I reply and get into the car. And that was chapter eight. So, where do you think Tessa's car went? Well, no, they already said that Harden picked it up. But Harden picked up the car, man. He just doesn't know when to stop. (laughs) But at the same time, like, that's the thing about this book is in reality, like, Harden really doesn't know when to stop. Like, he's going overboard. But as me reading this romance novel, wanting them to be together, I'm like, yes, Harden, like, keep going. Tessa will break. Like, she'll get, she'll forgive you. Like, she'll break. She is weak. Like, it's just what I think of. 